0: So today we need to review the basic origins of sociology, where it comes from. Uh, So it started in the late 1800s in Europe. And and at that time, Europe had just undergone the Industrial Revolution. um, And society had changed immensely. They had lived on farms in these small communities, for hundreds of years i mean they had not lived for hundreds of years but their families had lived there for hundreds of years and so they had built up these patterns of interaction the way that everything worked and all of those had been thrown about in this crazy kind of loop and so a lot of them had been forced as the farms had been they, they called it collectivized that they'd been bought up by larger uh businesses and things. They'd been forced to move to the cities and to work in factories. They could no longer eat all their meals with their other family members. They could no longer um, spend all their time together and they work together and all that kind of stuff. And it really had a huge impact on them. And so as they moved from these farms into the the cities, they, they call it urbanization, um, their their whole way of life had to change. And and looking at this, this is kind of what gave birth to sociology, is these huge changes happen, happening to society in Europe. Okay, so the first guy you've got to know is Auguste Comte. Uh, you, you may have heard of him before because he, he famously toured the United States and just thought it was the most awesome country ever. So... He was a French dude, and he was the father of sociology. Um, His hope was to advance society in order to make society better. And he thought the best way to make society better was to study it scientifically. Look at it uh, through science, and that way you can improve things. Um, So, to make society better, he focused on this thing called positivism. Positivism is the idea that we should base our knowledge on scientific observation. Uh, So, it's called positivism because we can be positive that it's accurate. So, positivism, you use science to understand how society works, and then you use that to improve society. That's what uh, Comte wanted to do. Uh, Now, he differentiated between two different kinds of of social studies Um, what he called social statics which is the study of social stability and order what keeps things the same and social dynamics which is the study of social changes so sociologists still use those terms, and, and you can still divide it that way. What are the forces that keep things the same, and what are the forces that make things change? So understand that something that is not uh, social can force a change. For example, um, a, a social dynamic would be the coronavirus, um, it forced society to make some changes that we otherwise would not have made. That would be in the category of social dynamics. Okay. Second person you've got to know is Emile Durkheim. Or more specifically you need to know his theory. He had a theory of consensus. Consensus means agreeing on something. So Durkheim argued that societies exist because we've basically agreed to be members of the society. We've given up some of the freedom to do whatever we want in order to live with other people and to get all the advantages that living with other people gives us. Uh, For example, there's no way that any one individual, no matter how genius they were, could build an iPhone. We have to have a group of people in order to do it. Now he divided uh, his his theory of consensus chronologically, which means in time order. So remember back to the beginning of this podcast. Uh, Sociology started in the late 1800s, and this is when he was thinking, so he was really concerned about how industrialization had changed society, and so he saw pre-industrialization and post-industrialization separately, so pre-industrialization, he had this thing, he called it mechanical solidarity. Uh, In pre-industrial societies, that consensus, that agreement to work together was based on sharing the same values and beliefs, Uh, being with the same people year after year, day after day, on and on and on. So feeling social pressure from them to conform, to get along together. And, And finally, this dependence on tradition and family. And so he called this mechanical solidarity. Uh, so everyone got along because they were used to getting along. Now, after the Industrial Revolution, everything changed. Uh, in, in post-industrial societies, after the Industrial Revolution, that consensus is based on each one of us doing our jobs. So, for example, our society wouldn't keep running if all of the bankers suddenly just quit, just walked out. We rely on them to know how the banks run. Uh, We couldn't have that iPhone if the programmers just suddenly refused to program, or the people who mined the rare earth metals just suddenly stopped mining the rare earth metals. It all depends on everybody doing their own jobs. And so understanding this is what leads us to get along as a society at least to some degree now. That's, that's Durkheim's theory. Hey, last is Max Weber. Uh, Weber came up with an idea called Verstehen, but give me a minute let me explain what he's thinking and then we'll go through Verstehen. So we, Weber believed that sociologists have to discover the personal meanings, values and beliefs behind the social behavior so unlike some other sociologists he's like oh we're we're not going to ignore the individual completely we're going to focus on them just enough to understand how the group finds its values its meanings its beliefs now the method he suggested to do this he called verstehen which is just a great word to Uh that is when you put yourself mentally in another person's place you attempt to see the world through their eyes you try to think of a way a method that uh, that places you so that you can understand what they're thinking and what they're thinking because it's not the same as what you're thinking and what you're feeling, especially if they're a member of a different social group. So Verstehen is really important in sociology. Without it, we really can't study other people because we need to learn to see the world, at least to some degree, from their perspective. I'll see you tomorrow.